As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Basketball Adjacent Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I am your host, Gerald Smith. Um, It's been a minute since we hosted a podcast. We got some new content coming for you soon. But please, 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 if you haven't already, go check out The Sweet Life Los Angeles, streaming now on HBO Max, all 10 episodes. My friends and I put our lives, our hearts, our souls on camera for y'all to see, for the entire world to see. The reception has been amazing it's been great interacting with y'all on twitter on instagram on socials shout out to the boss lady Issa ray my bestie my auntie forgiving us this opportunity everybody out there for streaming the fuck out of this show man it's crazy uh you know just walking through my city and seeing everybody you know how, how they love the show and noticing us on the billboards and from the show it's crazy but last time you saw my podcast was on the show shit got a little tricky um, but, you know, at the end of the day, podcaster for dialogue, podcaster for conversation. We're going we gonna to talk some shit. We're going to talk that shit. At the end of the day, it's all love. Um, I got another very special guest with me here today. I got my boy AC, uh, who runs Beach City Hoops. AC, what's going on? How you doing, what's my poppin', guy? man? I'm glad to have... I'm Absolutely. Sorry, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I appreciate you for pulling up, pulling up on the pod. We, we have been talking about it for a little bit. I appreciate you for showing love, showing support, and listening to the episodes, dog. Absolutely, man. I see my boy Max has on there, Jerry on there. I was like, man, I got to sit down and shoot the shit with Gerald, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's long overdue. It's crazy, man, because this basketball world is so small, man, especially in LA. It's like, you know, we probably crossed paths so many times, but, you know, we would for just real, follow though. each other on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Especially stretching back to like high school, because I know you was what a sophomore, I was a senior. Yeah. Ain't no telling how many times we may have played against each right. other, or right. you know, just been in the same gym and didn't exactly. really know each other. But then eventually, everybody just be connected through hoops, man. That's exactly. the beauty of the sport. In the basketball Twitter world, especially like good people <laughs> find each other, man. They be they be shooting the shit on Twitter. We be talking about all players, games, all the time. Reflections, you know, just thinking back and yeah. we just. Talking about what's going on now, like the whole landscape has changed significantly since we was in high school. Man, I love being part of it now. Say that, say that, <laughs> say that. Um, so I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to have you join me on the pod because you know we was talking some shit, shooting the shit, and I had never really addressed kind of the area of high school basketball. I feel like, uh, and and I know that's kind of your forte, your specialty, and the things that you're looking to do in the community right now. Um, definitely. So definitely. I appreciate you pulling up so we can talk about it a little bit. But first, I want to get into you. You know, obviously your your career, you were a hooper. 
um, at one point in time. Still a hooper now, I'm sure, whenever you can get up and down. Uh, you know when I can, I try to, <laughs> yeah. man. Kids, kids will see me put down my camera and shoot. They be like, wait, you know how to shoot? I'll be like... <laughs> Oh boy! These kids don't know that that at one point in time this was life. This this was life, man. You know, sometimes you just gotta take the next step forward. And you know, I love the process of what I'm doing now, helping kids gain more exposure. Uh, just being around the gym, seeing kids grow up. Like this 2021 class that's in college now. I remember when I was starting, this was really the first like freshman right. class that I really saw grow up. Yeah. So I'm like, dang, I'm. I'm not really new to this no more. I'm yeah. kind of a vet in this. I'm still a young vet, but yeah. you know, still just <laughs> just watching it all unfold is just is truly heartwarming. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. So talk to us a little bit about your your personal hoop journey. Obviously, you're from Long Beach, came up through Poly. Let her tell tell us. You know, give give us your rundown. That's right, home of scholars and champions. Don't y'all forget it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I graduated in 2011. I uh, won a CIF championship under Sharif Matoyer. I, Play with uh, Ryan Anderson, like more. Twenty eleven was JB there, Jordan Bell. Yeah, he was yeah. there. He was like six, he's, seventh he's, man. He's my year, so he was like, uh, he was probably a sophomore. Yeah, he was a sophomore, freshman, sophomore. Him, there. Rashawn. Yeah, we had a bunch of guys on that team who could play. Man, my boy Brandon Staten, Chris Croom, uh, my boy Ernest. He ended up going to Villanova dog, to play you football. Some, you throwing out some names. Yeah, dog. we had some dogs on that team, man. Long like, Beach Poly was always stacked, from what I could remember. Bro, we had some dogs, man. Sharif instilled that into us, and it carried over when we got to college. Yeah. And, yeah, we won the CIF Championship 2011. Uh, we didn't get to compete for state, and it still burns me to this day. Uh, you know, I know some of the guys from modern day, and I always think, like, dang it, we should have beat y'all, yeah. man. I'm st- I still that's get always, mad over that. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, That's always man. tough, dog. We had that one year when I was at Bernard's. I think it was my – I want to say my sophomore year, we went to state that year. Like, we had – we lost in the CIF Championship – we made it to state regionals, won state regionals at the buzzer, ended up going to state. Nobody thought we were going to make it to state. And we we made it to state. We lost at the buzzer at state by three, bro. Who'd y'all lose to? We lost. Oh, fuck. It was so long ago. It was so long ago. I don't even remember. I, I It was such a such a gut-wrenching memory I try and, Man, I try and shove it down. you just try to be like, I try nah. and shove it down. <laughs> I already know how that goes because it just be like, man, just one possession. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it just be like, Bro, dang. That's but, the toughest. That's the toughest. Uh, I mean, looking back on it, I really enjoy it because I'm close with a lot of those guys. Yeah, like most of them are my best friends. Yeah. You know, we still chop it up, you know, through life and everything. Like as we're growing in our careers and everything it's you know like basketball Jason yeah. like basketball literally bro. connected all of us all, and so now yeah. like we it's still have those love. friendships today it's always love like the Back. biggest thing that I appreciate about you know basketball in LA not just on Twitter but like how we were growing up and even as it's changing right now it's just always been a community yes you know what I mean like I, I met some of my best friends hooping whether or not we hoop now like those are gonna be my guys forever because we went through those. We was running. We was talking about Reggie uh, when we was first. Yeah, Coach we, was, Reggie. we was running lines with Reggie, and, and so we, we done been in the trenches together. Reggie, you know what I mean? If Reggie Morris is coaching, expect to track me. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what you expect, can expect, man. We we literally we we played Westchester one one night in the, the Westchester tournament that they have every year, and we lost. And I remember walking back to Burners. We was on the track that night, 
in the dark wait, after the wait, game. Wait, wait, wait. He has on the track at night? At, at night, that night after the game, we Reg, was, we was no way you had them on the track at I, night. Hey, There's man. no way he has them on Reg, the track at Reg, night. Reg, if you're listening, I got to get you on the pod to confirm. I, uh, that that that'd was be a great. That'd be a great one to have on the pod, man. Yeah. He definitely has an extensive basketball knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Yo. So talk to me. Talk to me about what that, that journey looked like for you after, after Polly. Well, after, you know, graduating from uh, high school, I was an unsigned senior. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I did well. A lot of D1 schools recognized, like, my ability. They knew, like, I was a tough player, could defend, but they questioned my offensive ability. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of like, uh, what is he? Like, can he really score? Can he hold up? And so it got to a point where I'm like, I don't even really care about going D1 no more. I just want to play in college. You know what I'm saying? So um, I played in the summer. And this is why I completely understand why guys still try to play in the summer. Because Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to draw attention from Academy of Art University. Now, this is back in 2011. Not too many people knew what it was. I didn't even know what it was. But they got a, they got a on solid the program now. Yeah, they they yeah. definitely built it up. But I'm gonna be real. I made it cool to go there. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Say that. Like the homies, the Say homies that. saw me go there. Say it was hooping. It was like, okay, see, holding it down. Say but that. but going into it, you know, my first year I had the red shirt, and I just felt like I was too good to be at mm-hmm. a division one, two school, at a division two school. Mm-hmm. Like not even being, you know, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to brag on myself yeah. or, you know, trying to just act like I'm just, you know, God's gift to earth or anything. Yeah. But I just knew I played against some tough competition. I knew what I could provide for a team. Yeah. All I needed was an opportunity. Yeah. So I told myself, I said, look, I feel like I'm too good to be here. I feel like I should be at a Division One. So I'm going to show and prove that I'm not a, just a typical Division Two player or yeah. anything like that. And I'd like to say that I held it down. Yeah. Um out of three years that I played in college, I scored a thousand points. Yeah. So I was getting buckets. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I make sure I let people know that I'm like, hey, you ain't gonna take that away from me. Yeah. Dog. I feel you. I feel a lot of a lot of people are are sometimes discouraged by that unsigned senior route. I have some kids that I mentor right now. Um, one of them, you know, he he's a, a bit shorter like me. He's trying to figure. Oh, I'm not getting as many offers. It's as tough, I, man. And it is, but it's also like you know. Just hoop, bro. The the offer's going to come. The looks are going to come. What's meant for you is going to be for you. I think it's tough because, you know, like for me, I was seeing two of my best friends sign yeah. and I'm yeah. just watching it. Oh, and I'm me. like, dog, yeah. you know, like I nobody want to at least give me a shot. Like, I understand. You, you put me in that position, like I'm not going to let you down. Yeah. And so, you know, it was just like changing the mentality, like being yeah. more confident and just saying, fuck it. Like, yeah. you know, if I get a chance, I'm going to make sure that people feel like my presence yeah. as soon as I step on the I court. I feel like that's kind of when a, a different mindset clicked for me because I was also an unsigned senior, you know. But at Bernard's, going into my senior year, I was the guy. Like, I averaged about 25 points a game. We, we was playing in, in Mission League against Bishop and Sarah and – not Mission League. What is it, What is that league called? That's Delray League. Delray League. Yeah, Delray, 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 Delray. Delray. Bishop – Sarah, uh, whoever. That's a good league. Yeah. Whoever. It's still a, it's still a pretty good league, yeah. too. But yeah, I think, yeah. y'all, they changed it up a little bit because yeah. um, they changed it a couple times because um, 
what's that called? Cantwell ended mm-hmm. up being in it, but they're not in it no more. And mm-hmm. Saint uh, Saint Anthony moved yep. into it, and yep. it made a little more sense, like yeah. demographically. Yeah, you know, it's like four four or five uh, type league. Yeah, and then you include Cathedral. They yeah. were out for a minute, but overall, it's still a good league. Yeah, yeah, but that was like. You know, going into going into my senior year unsigned, finishing my senior year unsigned, I was like, shit. So I was like, is is, is hoop over for me? You know what yeah, I mean? And I, I had to realize, like, I had a couple of little looks from, like, uh, UC Santa Cruz, which is a, a D2, if I'm not mistaken. D3. D3. I'm not sure. It don't UC matter. Santa Cruz, like, Oberlin College. Uh, I could have went to Cornell and walked on. But I, I decided, like, at that point, I was like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm six feet on a good day. Um, I love the hoop. I'm gonna make it work somehow, but I need to focus on this education. So that's when I decided to go to UCLA, and thank God was able to walk on at UCLA. And you and, don't think that with going to one of those lower division schools that you could have had like a a deeper career and still see, make good connects? I, I I thought about that too because you know when I was walking on UCLA, like don't get me wrong, like. It was some it was some fucking hoopers at UCLA, you know what I mean? Aaron oh, yeah. Holiday, Norman oh, Powell. It's UCLA, man. Like Yeah, but you know what I mean? That's basketball hierarchy. Yeah, I get it, it. Yeah, yeah. But like I, I was I was holding my own in practices. You know, when I got in the game, I, I make something happen for myself. And there was definitely times where I was sitting in the locker room or sitting on the bench thinking, like, damn, like, you know, as we play those preseason games against a, a Monmouth or some shit like that. I was like, mm-hmm. I could have went to a Monmouth and and hooped. And I'd be right here on the same court playing against UCLA right now. But at the same time, like I I I blazed, I learned to blaze the path for myself a lot earlier and realizing that it was much bigger than basketball because right. I, I don't know if you know Olin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Olin so, Siblings? Yeah, yeah. yeah so so Olin, I used to work out with Olin when I was younger. He used to say, man, a point guard, a small guard is a dime a dozen. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 60 spots on the draft board every year, and, and they're not looking for a little nigga like me most of the time unless I'm doing some really spectacular shit. And right. I could hoop. But I wasn't doing no really spectacular shit. So I was like, you know, let me let me figure out some some shit that's adjacent. You know what I mean? Let right. me let me see where basketball can take me. Thankfully, I ended up hooping at UCLA, met some some of the best teammates, coaches, uh, boosters, people ever that helped me get to where I am today. But and you know it's crazy. Like I listened to your labs podcast mm-hmm. when you were talking with Max and he mm-hmm. brought up how his brother was the same yeah. way. And I know Jacob as well. Yeah. I know Jacob more than Max, but yeah. I typically see Max, Max a little uh, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But yeah. He said this. I mean, I remember you mentioning that, and I never thought of it in that capacity. It's like you're meeting boosters, like people yeah. with money, people who can get you a job, and that's the that's that the thing, and that's that's one of the reasons why I want to start this podcast, bro. Because you know, and if you listen to the Sweet Life episode, shout out to Rob Lee, who's one of my castmates on the show. You know, he talked about how which one is Rob? He's Amanda's boyfriend, dark skinned guy. He's from Chicago. I'm trying to picture. I'm drawing a blank, but it's all good. I'll, it's all good. I'll check but, it back but, out but, later. But uh, one of the things that he said that really stood out to me is, you know, we we preach, you know, if you're a hooper, if you're a ball player, you know, your your way out is making it to the league. That's it. That's the end goal. We don't ever tell kids they can be agents, they can be coaches. Yeah, they we, can. They can. That's definitely yeah, something you know what, that you know what I mean that gets overlooked. And right. it's just like there's so many more ways, like you said, with basketball, Jason. Right. Like, and I love the way that you titled that because realistically, there's a lot of components of being a basketball. Like you could be a referee. Literally. You're still part of the NBA. Literally. You could work on being a scout. You can work on being a coach. You can work on exactly. being an editor. Like there's so many components to yeah. it that, you know, if you don't make the league, like it's not the end all and be I, all. If I, you want to be in basketball, there's still there's, ways there's to ways be, to be in, in basketball. basketball. I feel like I realized that when I was at UCLA, because I had that mindset change where it was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to the league. 
I understand that, but I love I love the game, you know. And right. even now, I work in entertainment, but I just did, you know, I work with, with the Smith family and I run some of their brands. I just did a collab with Adidas Basketball. Like, there's there's ways to still marry yourself to the game without having to play the game. It never and I feel really like leaves you. It like, never it's, leaves it's you. Always gonna be as, part as long of you, no as, long as you put that shit into the game, like the game is gonna reward you whether you play it or that's not. A fact. You know what I mean, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. And so I, that's one thing I feel like I realized when I was at UCLA. You know, seeing the the video coordinators and the strength coaches and the assistant coaches and everything that goes into you know just just being around the game and and I feel like that's something that we need to we need to to let people know is more available. Yeah, there's more options than just only putting the ball through right. the hoop. There's a lot of things that you can do to help the success of a team, a program, right. whatever it needs, whatever the needs may be. Like, right. There's a lot of things that can happen. So what was a uh, what was that transition period like for you once you once you stopped playing? So you went from Poly to Academy of Arts to and then you transferred to East Bay. Yeah, I transferred to East Bay around 2014, 2015. I had to sit out unfortunately, lost out on my junior year. Um that's a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Um then I played 2015, 2016, had my senior season. That's where I hit my 1000 point mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, played my last game, uh, man. I I think I've only cried so hard, so many times in my life. That was one of them, man. Because yeah. I realized like that's the last time I'll yeah. ever have guaranteed basketball. You know, it's crazy. So when we last game of my senior year, we were playing in the Sweet Sixteen in Houston, I think. No, Indiana, Indiana against Kentucky. Um, oh, that was deer and fox. Uh, yeah, 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 he lit y'all ass up. Yeah, that was that was a game. For I sure. was a, I was a big fan of Lonzo. I like yeah. Lonzo because of just like the the just energy he brought yeah. to the team. Oh, bro, a most amazing dude. That one of the most amazing dudes that I could ever come across. When I got this, when that, the HBO show was announced, one of the first people to hit me up, be like, "Yo, bro, you know, keep doing your shit." You know, we we watch and we support and like I I love the like that dude the the mentality he takes towards the game. I've never met him. And I've been it. around and him, it. but I never got to say, "Yo, what yeah. up, man? Nice to meet you." Yeah. What's crazy is he posted one of my videos. Yeah. <laughs> he uh demo played in Jordan Bell celebrity yeah. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. He posted. I was like, hey, I texted Eli. I was like, hey. Tell bro to tag me in that video because I was almost at 20K and yeah. I knew that would put me over the top. Because, I mean, you know, he's popular. Yeah, like, yeah. So it was definitely helpful. So he didn't have to do that. So I got much love for Zoe. Shout out Lonzo if you see this. Yeah, yeah, But like always love, always genuine. So tell me what that transition was like when you when – you, uh, but oh no, I was saying that to say, you know, even though I wasn't playing a ton, you know, I get what you, I get what you yeah, mean because you we were sitting in that was, locker room, that feeling, season like, was over. I was like, fuck, you know, I'm, I'm done hooping. That's it. Yeah, I, I was crying. I was crying. So what, what was that transition period like? How did you come to terms with it and, and kind of know that you? So how that really started and how I got in motion with BC hoops, I remember that um, I had a roommate and his name was Alex too, mm-hmm. and we both really liked basketball and he would always talk with this was around the time chino hills was like in their second year of being chino hills and Mm -hmm. he would be watching videos on youtube he like yo this is so dope and i remember we were driving to chipotle one day and he said bro i'd be down to go to some of these games and make highlight videos and it's like i had an epiphany i was like if i do this i know i'm gonna take it up a notch you know what i'm saying and so i said bro why can't we and then we started going um uh the first game i ever filmed well, I didn't film it, but I edited it, and, you know, it was a learning process, was at Moreau Catholic, mm-hmm. and uh, shout out Frank Knight, he's the head coach over there, that's my man, still got mad love for him, and 
what I did was I went there. I didn't really know high school basketball anymore. Yeah. Like all yeah. I knew was Poly yeah. in Long Beach and um, you know, a couple schools like Modern Day. Like I don't know who's good like that anymore. Yeah. And then I'm in Northern California yeah. when I'm starting this. Yeah. So I really don't know shit. Yeah. So I go on Google and I just search up names and I'm like, okay, who's good? That's not too far from me that I can get to at least, you know, start, you know, getting uh, the framework and mm -hmm. figuring things out. And I come across the name. His name is Damari Milstead. Mm -hmm. um, he graduated 2017. He was a pretty good player. Uh, I watched him and just so happens that he had a teammate named Kyrie Walker. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a eighth grade phenomenon. Yeah. And then he still was a very good player when he was in high school and everything. Yeah. He caught a bad rap, but Kyrie's a real genuine kid, man. Yeah. Like I got mad love for him, mad love for his family. They showed me love as I was, you know, getting my start with everything. Um, was still figuring out Instagram and how all of this works as far as putting highlights up and content and everything. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I really just got started. And then another kid, his name was Timmy Falls. He went to Dublin. Um, that wasn't too far. It was a little bit of a drive, but man, when I say like it was tough, I was like, I didn't have my car up there. Yeah. I was hopping on BART, getting yeah. to events and everything. There'd be days I was going into the gym and it was like, 10 in the morning i wouldn't get back to like 9 p.m and Jeez. not making a dollar bro so you with with it kind of being in its inception up in the up in northern california where did the obviously you from long beach so where where did the how important was it to you to have you know the the long beach ties to it being beach city hoops at what point did you decide to brand it that well everybody on twitter be cracking the jokes about long beach and everything and i'd be like go to hell <laughs> like uh, every city got weird niggas. Like let's be real, you know what I'm saying? It's just funny to poke at, you know, Long Beach. But yeah, I suck at creating names. Honestly, like I just I'm more of a guy that just gets stuff done. Mm -hmm. So I was just like I'm from the beach. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, and I just kept that title with me, and it just worked. As much as I love it, and I love the logo and everything. Shout out my boy Davis. He made this logo years ago. Never knew how much it would change my life, but um, you know, it, I kind of marginalized myself when naming it that, but yeah. I'm like, you know, it, I'm I'm too deep in the game. I'm yeah. too recognized yeah, by yeah, a terrible change. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, this is what we rock it with. Yeah. But when I first started doing it, I remember I called one of my closest friends. Uh, I said, "Camp, bro, I'm done." He said, "Wait, what?" I said, "I'm hanging it up, bro. I got to do this because, you know." I was a year off of playing, mm -hmm. wasn't in the same shape, mm -hmm. and I know how hard it is, especially coming out of a D2, trying to figure out the yeah. ways to yeah, like yeah. really climb up in the ranks. Like, Whereas, you know, if I take this camera and try to make something happen out of that, I really think I can do something, and I know myself. Like, I, I can figure out social media well. I know a lot of people, and... I'm a hustler. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just get it done. It you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It's all about just making it happen. Like, yeah. everybody that know me know, like, if I if I really put something into something, I'm, I'm going to make, make it happen. happen. <laughs> so then what what is, describe to me what Beach City Hoops is at its core. Like, what, obviously, you know, you talk about you got your, your start by, you know, saying we could record these games and you went out and recorded these games. But what is, what is the bigger purpose behind Beach City Hoops, the mission the values, what you what you hope kids to be able to get out of it. Well, I know that like with bigger brands, you know, Baller Visions, Baller's Life, I'm, I'm actually part of Baller's Life as well. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, Slam, all of those companies, 
there's a much wider audience of players. Yeah. And I wanted to shed more light on more players yeah. than just the same popular people. Because yeah. even when you was at UCLA, I'm pretty sure you would see. I don't want to say that they can get repetitive, but I had to think of it from a different skate because those audiences are catered towards specific players. So yeah. it's kind of harder to give your audience new fresh content yeah. and then it's not received well and then you spent all the time resources and everything trying to build something new and yeah. it didn't work so with my page or in other pages like that you're able to really see just oh wow there's this kid that goes to whatever whatever high school he got game like i didn't even know he was averaging 27 right. a game yeah. like i've had multiple college coaches tell me that yeah, I saw your video on so and so, so and so. He's really good. So I when never I hear that, seen him unless he, I unless never would have seen it, him yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a guy like you or like myself, like we probably ain't gonna be on Baller's Life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's a bigger chance that we can be on BCAs. There's yeah. a bigger chance that we can be on some of these other, you know, smaller scale channels and pages because you know they're more widespread. Yeah. And so I wanted to not just clout chase yeah. like that shit weak and i appreciate it, i appreciate you know that I mean? because it's all about having access to to resources like that cuz if you if you ask my dad you know back when i was in in high school he'd have been like ah oh, you know that they they everybody coming to see the same kids or or every exactly. team every program is pushing these same kids like it's it's kids it's niggas out here just hooping just as good playing against them but you know because they got the name because they got everything behind them well what a lot of people fail to realize is th that there is some truth to that but it's like I said earlier like some of these channels mm -hmm. they get their most you know dividends out of said players mm -hmm. like Josh Christopher for example. Bro's a, bro's a superstar. Yeah. Like, you know, high school-wise, like, he yeah. was a superstar. He was entertaining. Yeah. He was a ball player. Like, yeah. he was a killer. You know what I'm saying? So he's fun yeah. to watch, yeah. and he's really good. So he's out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas you might have this kid who is really good, but he's not as fun. He's not as yeah. much as a draw. Yeah. And that's not to say you— I never like thought I said, about it yeah, like that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like you yeah. have to put it in a different perspective for yeah. people. And they start to understand— but, you know, that's why I told uh, our superiors of Baller's Life, I was like, yo, we should make the secondary page. And, you know, we just, it's sort of like an ear to the streets page. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can get a Baller's Life video. Not, not the six million page yeah. page, but, yeah. you know, like, we got but, about but almost 50,000 on there. So, you know, it's you. verified. Like, yeah. You know, Baller's Life sees you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's a little bit of love. It's widespread. So how how have you, you know, in, in, in partnership with Baller's Life and, and you know, still building beach city hoops because i'm sure that you know it's nowhere near what you want it to be just yet how are you you know kind of making a career out of it or, or where do you what do you hope for it to become well i tell people all the time you know money talks so yeah. if you want to hire me for some footage yeah. and everything we can yeah. make it happen absolutely so i tell them i'm like i give them my price break you heard it here first you heard it here first hey you know you got some you got some players on the weekend <laughs> you know you want to get some footage you know holla at your boy at bc hoops bc hoops at gmail.com you know holla at me but um yeah, I tell them that because at the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like I gotta, I gotta feed my, I gotta feed myself. I gotta pay bills. I got a car note. I yeah. got all of that stuff. So it's like I don't mind spreading love, but it's like you know, you hitting me up, asking, "Yo, I need you to come out." Blah 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 blah. I need some footage of this. So so so. Okay, invoices here. Yeah, <laughs> like this is this is the rates. Simple as I that. I tell I tell event managers, you know, if you would like us to cover your event, we can provide a lot of highlights for you because, you know, we do diligent work and, you know, it's all about exposure because at the end of the day, 
people thrive off visuals. Mm-hmm. People want to see things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. as much as people want to say, oh, this mixtape era, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? A lot of kids have gotten scholarships and based off of them gotten all this. Yeah. And then with this NIL thing yeah. taking place, the visibility is king. Yeah. Like, so you see it, you get a tag. Ain't no telling how many followers you exactly. can get, how much, because at the end of the day, you can't look at it as just, oh, it's cloud, it's this and everything like that. You have to change the narrative on that and say, this is business oriented. I'm yeah. trying to build something up from it. A it's lot what people, you make of it. A lot of people don't realize that. They get caught up in the, oh, this kid thinks he's this and that because he has so many followers. But like, exactly. that's literally how I approach Instagram, dog. Like, I've, I've made a, a decent following, you know, since being at UCLA, since doing some of the kind of brand deals I do and now with this show. And it's kind of like, you know, you got to look at... Instagram is a business, it's dog. A business. Like you, you building your own audience, your own consumer base that wants to see you and the things that you're doing and the the products and brands and people that you're associating with for a reason. And I feel like a lot of people fail to realize that they get so caught up in the I don't have as many followers as this person, so I'm a you know I'm gonna be a hater and and not. It's like what are you doing to build yourself right. up and what make are, yourself exactly. like recognizable? Exactly. It's it's they can't think of they can't just marginalize it. They have to really. You know, just think outside the box with everything like yeah. that, and so you can't look at it. Same as just with Twitter chasing. now too. Same with Twitter Same too. With, cause, Twitter, Twitter is very important. I tell kids all the time, like you don't have a Twitter. Like this is how like coaches can read your name and yeah. read up on things because of you. Like a lot of evaluators. Their biggest thing is Twitter because yeah. they can type in your name and exactly uh, an and evaluator. Say, yeah, like, and I'll say the basketball community is even bigger on Twitter now than it oh, is on 100%. Instagram. Shout out to shout out to Josiah because Josiah is is a, Josiah a great Johnson? leader of that culture. That's my big homie. <laughs> that dude is a that, fool, yeah, man. That's, that's my big homie. He he be doing his thing uh, with NBA Twitter and just showing love oh, yeah. to, he, to, to every everybody. every time there's a topic. Josiah, you can count on him yeah. cracking the joke, man. But he's smart because yeah. he recognizes it's like yo if I. Keep making these jokes, being more recognizable. People keep on seeing this. Yeah, they're gonna, you know, approach but me with like, business and everything like I, that. I like to, I like to think of Twitter as like, you know, because I'm young, like my main source of news. Like I hate I hate watching like ABC, CNN because that shit is. Oh no, that's a fact. I mean, but it's like, right there on exactly, your phone. Exactly, like. <laughs> but like especially for basketball, like it's so accessible. Like the videos, uh, being able to correspond and respond to people. Could you faster. imagine? Could you imagine being able to get a highlight video of yourself? Posting it on Twitter, and a bunch of college coaches just follow you, email you, call you. I can't because when I was in high school, I'd go to an event. Uh, they'd have somebody there filming. I'd wait two weeks for them to cut it up and put it on YouTube, and not tell me that they put it on YouTube. And I just randomly Man. be searching myself one day and oh shit, social I media. This. I I truly believe that social media has done more justice than harm. Absolutely, as an overall aspect, because you got think about an evaluator with. You know, 6,000 followers, um, you know, and how many head coaches, assistant coaches, AAU programs following them and they seeing your name consistently pop up. Like, Absolutely. You know, Gerald Smith, 15 points, six rebounds, two assists. Absolutely. They see that four times over two weeks. It's right. like, like oh, where's this Gerald Smith yeah. kid's uh, uh, Twitter at? Let yeah. me follow him. Let me, you know, pop out to a game. That yeah. kind of stuff. It's just... So much more, just so much more uh, exposure. I I love it honestly. Yeah. I love that there's more exposure camps because at the end of the day, when I was in high school, 
We had like it was three far of them. Few, yeah. it, it was very few. Yeah, so it's like, like, it like kids. ABCD, the the NBA camp. Exactly. And... Like only so many things were going on, and it's local. Like there are guys like you yourself. You can host one tomorrow. Yeah. And you can get some kids to pop out and just hoop. You That's know? a good idea. Basketball, basketball Jason. Jason we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. Hey we'll man, talk. you know. We'll talk about that. See, money, money talks. Money talks. Hey, hey, man. I'm chock full of I can't give away this game for free, man. What am I doing, man? This should have been off the mic, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So was there ever any, like, any alternative options for you as far as, like, or anything? Obviously, we talk about money talks, and for the right opportunity, you 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 take that. But was there ever any any other opportunities that you were looking to explore? And it could be basketball-related or unbasketball-related. Well, me, I knew I wanted to be in basketball mm -hmm. or some kind of sport. So I actually went to academy. What drew me in was the fact that it was a scholarship, but also they offered, you know, classes that were predicated towards sports commentating. Mm -hmm. Everybody that know me love, know I love to talk, I love yeah. to argue, I love to do all that. Yeah. But I don't really like to argue just to argue. Yeah. I want to learn. Yeah. Like you may have a perspective on something that yeah. I never thought of yeah. and that just fuels my knowledge. Yeah. And that's what I'm all about because at the end of the day like you want to learn. At few that's that's yeah. the biggest thing is just learning and yeah. consistently just growing. I mean, so that was one of them. And then the other one was possibly coaching. Okay. But that one probably would have been like, I would have probably wanted to be more toward the college level. Mm -hmm. But sports commentating was ultimately number one. Never in my mind did I ever think that I'd be doing like highlights and it would be, you know, taking care of me as a job. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's I mean, realistically, I feel like natural progression is to be a, a video coordinator for a school, which leads into some sort of college coaching down the line, if that was ever a, a thing. Because literally exactly what you do, is what I remember the video coordinators, the the video development guys doing at UCLA. You know, filming uh, highlights of, of games, of practices, cutting it up for film, getting paid a, a lot to do it. They do, but man, I don't know. I just, I don't like really being tied down to one pro. I That's think fair. I'd have to be in the NBA That's if I fair. was going to do something like that. That's very like, fair. But um, that is definitely true. I just truly think that, like, I like being on the floor. I yeah. like being around, knowing yeah. who kids are. Because yeah. then, like, if I work for a school, I don't really know what's out there. Yeah. Like, you lose that aspect of being in the exactly, community. Exactly. You don't have your ear to the streets the yeah. same way. I can't call up a coach. Like, me right now, like, I can call up a coach and say, hey, coach, I got this kid from so-and-so high school. He got game. He'll give you buckets. He'll give you defense. He'll do whatever you need to do. And then that coach could follow that kid, and boom. Like, word of mouth is a thing, man. I've definitely spoken with college coaches who followed up with some players, and they've ended up, you know, getting a scholarship to the school. I've talked with a coach, and I helped my friend get a GA position. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. I don't know if I could do that yeah. if I work for, it's, like, it's, a school. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's like, I feel like and, I'm limited. Yeah, it's power and having that widespread network. So many so many things that you can do as opposed to, you know, you you put yourself in that system. It's like, exactly, all right, I'm because I, I, just, I need to be able to just go, yeah. man. Like, that's just my thing. And so I'm glad with that. So, But you never know. Somebody might offer me some crazy check, and I might have to just be like, yeah. Man, we can make it work. Yeah, I mean, I was I was gonna say like, do you see yourself running BCH forever? I can see it for a long time, man. I like being in the gym. I like watching basketball. I like being around it. Um, I got a little cousin who's playing right now. I'm trying to help him, you know, take the right steps. I'm making sure I get highlights of him, filming him, and just you know, getting him in the right places at the right events and everything mm -hmm. like that. And 
uh, I really appreciate his dad trusting me with like, you know, helping them make decisions because this is foreign territory yeah. and he knows that it's different opposed to when I was in high school yeah. and, you know, when some of our other family members were in school because it's just, everything has just yeah. changed. Like the landscape is just so different, like I said earlier, but it's a good thing because I, the whole point of time progressing is growth. Yeah. And if we're not growing, like we don't, want, we don't ever want to stay stagnant. It's yeah. all about just development and growing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, what I what I appreciate about what you're doing, truly, and we talked about this when we first started connecting, was you know just the the opportunities that you're providing to to younger kids in the community because you know how tough it is. You know, when we were coming up, we didn't exactly. have these opportunities, like, and that's where I go back to the exposure camps. Like you have so many other opportunities to just be seen. Like you know. I know that these camps don't always guarantee something, right. but what they're going to guarantee is that some eyes will be right. laid upon you. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you're competing, somebody may see it. Like, nothing in life is guaranteed, yeah. but opportunity, like, that's the biggest thing that you could really ask for. Because yeah. think about if we was in high school, we could have had, like, two or three different unsigned senior camps that we could have attended yeah. and there were coaches sitting there. Yep. Like, yeah, we may not have gotten a scholarship, but there's a bunch of coaches in there right. that got to watch us right. that gave us another opportunity right. to, you know, just have eyes laid upon us while we're yeah. playing. So, I mean, you, you, you mentioned it a ton and we've talked about it a little bit. Is your your first unsigned senior event kind of the the next progression of, of, of BCH? My first one, I already did them. Oh, you did one already? I've done like, I mean, I've done, I've done two of them. Really? Yeah, I started my first one back in 2019. We had about three kids get scholarships wow, out of it. Wow, I didn't and know that. And then this past, I actually, I did the other one in June because 2020, yeah, 2020 yeah, was going to yeah, be fired too. I was high. Like, like, yeah. And the worst part was COVID hit, like the the COVID where everything just shut down. It hit literally a week in advance. Like I was high. Like I had a great weekend set up. We was going to have the unsigned senior showcase. We was going to have our all-star game. Then me and my girl was going to go on vacation. <laughs> and then the world just, yeah, the world <laughs> the world just, world just went down. black. I was it like. Cut everything off. I was like, we couldn't wait one more week. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I've had two of them so far. They went, they were very well received. We had over 40 collegiate representatives this past year. Wow. So, you know, I'm doing so everything then, I can to make sure coaches are yeah. sitting there watching these kids. So then what does the, is, is your focus I know that your focus has been unsigned seniors. Is your focus always going to be unsigned seniors as far as events? What do you look like? Do you feel like that's going to progress to being like a a frosh soft camp, a, a, a an all star invite only camp type thing? You know what <laughs> it's mean? funny you said that because I actually have done. I've done more events. Yeah. Like I don't think I told you that. But I, well, I told you about my SoCal Clash event. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got the idea from a. Uh, an evaluator in Northern California, he has the NorCal Clash. And with his blessing, I say, yo, I want to bring this idea down to Southern California. And I did my first one at St. Bernard's. Really? <laughs> in 2018, summer wow. 2018. Shout out Mitch Runko. He helped Man, me get Mitch the not even there anymore. Nah, he moved to Nebraska. He yeah. got a good opportunity. We talked about yeah. it, and I'm happy for him. That's, and he that's grew my up dog. there, so, like, yeah. you know, that's home. So That's my dog. So Mitch was my coach senior year at, at Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I've done, I've done what, three SoCal clashes. The first one was 2018. I had a couple Pac-12 kids that participated. Uh, I've had plenty of, you know, uh, collegiate signees and guys. And I make sure I made an alumni list and I was like, yo, this is a very good list. And then in 2019 is when I added girls. Yeah. So the beginning of this year in January, before the season really started, I did like a small one. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, I told all the parents, yo, I found this venue. Please be, you know, 
be aware it's very small but i want the kids to still play yeah. um unfortunately i wasn't able to do it this summer yeah. time time oh man I, yeah. I, I, this one was gonna be good too but you know i just couldn't deal with the stress of trying to like you know replace people when i had already lost out on certain names and everything yeah. it was just like you know what it's dead yeah let's just come back 2022 yeah and we'll be good to go but as far as doing like frost soft camp dino's got that one yeah, i, I yeah, leave that yeah. one alone yeah but i do want to make more things i just want them to make sense i want yeah. there to be a purpose and a drive behind yeah. it not, so, not just for for fuck's sake of, of making yeah no nah, because yeah. you know it's just you're wasting time like yeah. i want somewhere there's writers there i want to make stuff Something competitive i want yeah. guys to come out and say oh, okay he nice yeah i'm gonna make him prove that you know yeah. what i'm saying that kind of thing and i don't exclude you know like you know, two star and three star guy. If you can hoop, you can hoop. hoop. Like it don't matter to me. Yeah. Like we gonna pick none of that, none everybody. Of that shit matters. It it never mattered. Never you mattered. Still, look, rankings can't save you between them lines. They can't. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a, at the end of the day, Say like that. it can't save you when you get on that basketball court. Like what was it when Texas lost earlier this year? Uh, shout out Rashad Phillips. He made the analogy talking about how the smaller school with the kids that live in that state. They're itching to play somebody like yeah. that. They're hungry They're because hungry. it's like, I got overlooked for him. Right. All right, I'm going right. to make him show that. Yeah. So I'm going to show you what you missed out yeah, on type shit. Yeah, then, you know, that was probably the biggest upset in that school's history. And yeah. now it's like, well, damn, like our season's over. So yeah. that kind of thing. So, you know, I'm all for guys competing. I, I hate when, you know, you step on the court and you're just nonchalant. It's like, nah, we, we need guys to really get after it, go yeah. at each other's necks. Like, it ain't no friends in that rectangle, man. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, Absolutely. shit, man. I I appreciate you for everything that you're doing for the for the community, not just you know for basketball, but but for the bigger purpose. We talked about you know my purpose in starting this podcast is just to to give people this information, let people know that these opportunities and the things that you're doing are are out here for kids, especially because at the end of the day, we we got to let these kids know what's available for them and the levels that it, the places that it can take. And it's like you said, it's not just one lane in basketball. Right. That's what the whole point of Jason is. It's like basketball could lead to this that and the third like yeah. there's so many more options and alternatives uh utilize it as a vehicle to your next step man you know you're providing a good outlet man like i listened to them pods and i was like yo man i've been meaning to get on podcasts like i want to do more of these <laughs> and i just didn't know too many of them that yeah. i saw yours i was like yo i gotta get on this i one appreciate eventually. you bro hopefully hopefully i'm filling that white space for a lot of people to where it's like they're looking for you know to learn more about the game, to learn more about what the game can offer, to learn more about what the game can lead you to, to learn more about how the game connects to shit that don't got nothing to do with the game absolutely, at the end of the day, absolutely. to be honest with you. But I, I definitely want to connect you with some players yeah. so that way they can talk and, you know, you can get a feel for them and you can get out here and know more of the field. Yeah. I mean, obviously I mean, you're busy, look, but... Bro, but at the end of the day, exactly like you said earlier, it's all about learning, you know, exactly. and everybody that hops on the podcast brings a, a different perspective that I can learn from whether it's a, a professional an adult or a kid who's still trying to figure shit out like being able to understand the way they approach certain things and why they approach certain things is a blessing because you're stupid if you just look at shit you know one, <laughs> one, way, one way man you gotta have a broad perspective on yeah. all of it I appreciate you I appreciate it. anything else that you wanna let the people know about what you got going on anything like that before before we wrap man, it up I'm just getting ready for the season um, I just recently decided that I'm gonna make a regional type mm -hmm. all-star game for the seniors All right. I, I decided upon it today um, it's gonna basically be four of the main counties uh, LA IE Orange County 
San Diego. So be on the lookout for that sometime after the 2022 season. For sure. Plug your socials and everything like that too, man. At B City Hoops on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, what else I got? I think I got Patreon. Oh, no. I, I think I just made the Patreon just so I could have the at name yeah. and don't nobody try to like yeah, wave yeah. it over my head like, oh, yeah. you got to give me 10 bands for that. look, because I'm still trying to get at Gerald Smith on Instagram and do one even There's respond to me. Gerald Smith. That's a lot of Gerald Smiths. My dad's Gerald Smith. I'm a, I'm a second. Yeah, I don't think so your dad on, no, dad on he's, Twitter. No, he's not. But like, but you know, it's, it's yeah, people yeah, out there no, the no, same. It's not the same. Name. It's not too. I mean, it, people can be named yeah. that, so it makes them hundred yeah. percent sense. But I hope you do get that, man. Yeah. Well, it, it don't. Are you really ver- ain't you verified on Twitter now? Yeah. Oh, not on Twitter. Not yet. Not yet huh? on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Easier than that, you verified. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. It's another conversation. That's another conversation. <laughs> but nah, oh, wait, my bad. My bad. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I appreciate you for pulling up, man. I'm your host, Gerald Smith, on all socials at Gerald H. Timms. That's at J E R R O L D H. Timms is Smith backwards. Uh, thank you so much to my guest, Alex Carmen, founder, operator of B City Hoops. I appreciate you for pulling CEO, up, bro. Yeah, hey, CEO, yeah. CEO, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Black owned business, baby. Black owned, support black owned businesses. Uh, support black owned and created TV. If you have not already, I'm going to hammer this shit into your head because I want to do another season. Please go stream the fuck out of Sweet Life Los Angeles on HBO Max. All 10 episodes now streaming. More podcasts coming soon. Promise they won't be as messy as they were on TV. Um, but, you know, sometimes shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> um, I appreciate y'all for listening. I'm your host, Gerald Smith. This has been the Basketball Jason Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.